Hi, everybody. This is Lori Rubenstein, and this is the first forgiveness support class. The date is December 4th, 2012, and we're going to talk today about why it's so important to build your forgiveness muscles. I just wanted to introduce myself briefly, because I know most people who will be listening to this already know me, but my name again is Lori Rubenstein, and I am a forgiveness teacher, and I help people to mend their relationship issues. I was a divorce attorney for 18 years and feel very fortunate to get out of the divorce mode and to start helping people to heal from divorce rather than, you know, being in the legal world and helping to continue all the chaos in people's lives. What I like to do now is really help people move on and get over that. So forgiveness, I discovered, was always a cornerstone of the work that I've always done. So it made really perfect sense to go into working with people on relationship issues and forgiveness issues. So that is what I'm doing now. And the first Tuesday of every month at 5 o'clock Pacific time, there will be a support class on forgiveness so anybody can get on the phone and each month I'm going to talk about a particular subject area. So today the topic is going to be on why it's so important to build our forgiveness muscle and why in particular now. Here we are in December 2012 and you know (laughs) I'm on Facebook a lot and I see all of the There's the doom and gloom post, you know, about the end of the world happening and um, I don't have to, you know, people are like, I'm not going to pay my bills because it doesn't matter anyway, to the, you know, we're about to step into the new golden age. And I think the truth is, I mean, you know, who knows what the truth is, but for me, I would say that the most important thing is that you are in charge of how your life is going to be today and, you know, during the 12-21-12 time and all the time thereafter. You know, our world really is based on what we make it. And that's part of why I think it's so important to be in a place where we're building our forgiveness muscles because the more and more we live by these principles of forgiveness, and of course every month I'll talk about different principles, the easier it gets to forgive the big stuff. So when we're driving down the street, for example, and somebody cuts us off, we can just say right away, I forgive you. When your cat, I'm looking at my cat right now, walks all over your keyboard (laughs) and deletes your document that you're working on, you forgive her, you know, right away. There's, you know, those practicing every day forgiving, and then when something huge happens to you, you're able to do it easier. And in my book, the book is called Forgiveness, Heal Your Past and Find the Peace You Deserve, and that was just published a couple months ago. In the book, I talk about a four-step process. And the four-step process is, number one, is acceptance. And 
again, through each class, we'll be going through things in a deeper way, but this is sort of a brief overview of the process. So acceptance means you don't necessarily condone somebody's behavior, but you accept the truth of that behavior. And I think that that is really, really important and it's key because without truth, we don't have a foundation that we can move and grow from. If we don't face what's really going on with our life, we don't get to make changes. They're not deep, serious, true changes if you don't accept, you know, and don't come from a place of truth in your life, no matter how hard it is. The second step in the process is personal responsibility. And the reason that is so important is because, well, there's a number of reasons, but one main reason is as long as you blame somebody else for where you are in your life, you always remain a victim. And you can't overcome being a victim if you continue to blame and be in that victim role. (laughs) So, you know, you can sort of see how it's cyclical. You know, as long as you're blaming someone else, you don't ever get to get out of something. And as long as you don't ever get to get out of something, you keep blaming someone else. So taking personal responsibility is so important. And so people ask me questions like, well, how can I take responsibility for being abused as a child or for, you know, somebody being murdered or raped or, you know, just some horrible thing happening in my life? And I have to say, you know, I agree with you that that's not like your fault, I would say in quotes. You know, you didn't necessarily create that to happen, although actually on a spiritual level you might have in some way to for personal growth. But you're only really responsible at that point for how it affects your life. So if, let's say, you or a loved one was abused or raped, sexually assaulted, physically assaulted, you can say to yourself, okay, I'm not to blame for that, but if I continue, you know, year after year after year to feel angry and bitter because of it, if you continue to let that be what I call the defining moment of your life, then that's a real problem. And forgiveness is so great because it gives you the power to let go of that and not to hold on to that anger. Gandhi said it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. And so we want you to stop drinking that poison, stop living with that anger in your life so that you can really move on. The third step in this process is to realize your gifts or lessons that from this incident. So, you know, people talk about this all the time, and it's in my book. I have all these really tough things that people had to deal with, personally had to deal with. And they realized once they actually forgave, there were gifts and lessons that they never would have received in any other way. And some of those lessons are around being spiritual, are around connecting with God, are around helping other people, you know, becoming a sort of a spiritual leader in their own right, in their own community, helping other people get through 
really tough time. And so only you can say what the gift is for yourself. For example, I use this example a lot, but when I went through my divorce, I stayed, you know, angry and bitter for quite a while. And when I learned that I needed to take responsibility for how I felt and for my own peace, one of the things I learned is that in my marriage I was very, very controlling and I realized I had to deal with that, that that was one of the issues that led to the breakup of my marriage. So in my particular marriage, even though my husband was the one who cheated on me, it was easy. I could have turned around and pointed my finger at him and blamed him, which I did, of course, for a while. But the truth was, when I took personal responsibility and when I started looking at the gifts and the lessons for me, I got to realize that there was a piece of me that I wanted to change. When I say controlling, I mean like acting like a mother to my spouse instead of acting like a spouse to my spouse, you know, where I was mothering him and telling him what to do. And it's very unattractive, you know, when you look at it that way. So that was a great lesson for me. And then the fourth step in that process is gratitude. And that is a continuing daily feeling gratitude. And it's so interesting how your whole entire life can change when you're feeling grateful. Because even though something tough might happen to you in the middle of the day, if you're in the habit of looking for what's good out of life, then you realize that whatever happened happened and was supposed to actually happen and that there's always a reason for everything happening and that everything ultimately is a gift. So therefore, I'm grateful for this thing happening because I know that there's a gift out of this because everything that happens happens for a reason. So hopefully you're able to follow that. (laughs) And when you live in gratitude, you know, that's really what you start expecting. And then you just do, you feel more thankful. You do feel happier and more joyous and more grateful for things in your life because it's happening on a regular basis. So that, in a nutshell, is the four-step process, the what I call living with forgiveness process. And again, it's important for us to start living these principles today, you know, because we can start being happy today, immediately. We don't have to wait for some day, whether a spiritual awakening happens or not, you know, whether the world ends or not. I mean, none of that really matters. What matters is that we start practicing these small things in our life and that we're ready and prepared for when the big things happen. So I hope that that was helpful. I want to also let people know who are listening to this that on the 17th of December, 2012, there will also be a class for support of people going through a divorce because I know during the holidays it's really tough to deal with, you know, your first, all the firsts after a divorce or a separation. The first Hanukkah, the first Christmas, the first New Year's can be really tough. So there will be a teleclass on that, and there will be an in-person class on healing with global conflicts, and that's going to be with me and 
Reverend Terry Newland, who channels Dwal Cool. He's one of the Ascended Masters who channeled a piece for the Forgiveness book. And he's a great proponent, obviously, of forgiveness. And he will be in Sedona. Well, he'll be channeled in Sedona through Terry on Saturday the 15th. And that will be at 9.30 a.m. at Sedona Stone Age, which is across from New Frontiers. And then we're going to do a second class the same day at 3.30 at my house in Clarkdale. So if you're interested, contact me. You can also look online at www.laurierubenstein.com for further classes. So I hope you enjoyed these forgiveness teachings. This is Lori Rubenstein, and for more information, you may go to www.laurierubenstein.com or for more information on the topic of forgiveness, please purchase the book, Forgiveness, colon, Heal Your Past and Find the Peace You Deserve.